Today, I want to talk about something that is very dear to me, something that has brought me great joy and continues to do so in my life. Something that I know, just like most of you, can't go through the day without indulging in it, and that is music. Music has been an intricate part of my daily routine. When I work out, if I'm not listening to a podcast or video, I'm listening to music. When I'm showering, I am listening to music. <laughs> I got out my 30 minutes to an hour concert, you know, for the thousands of people that's in my head, you know. <laughs> you know what? That sounds crazy. And I do not have thousands of people living in my head. But anyway, back to the point. When I'm driving my car, it's something that I cling to after a long day of work, after a devastating breakup, or in need of a spiritual escape. I listen to music. Now, a few weeks ago, I had a moment where I had to check myself. Um, there was a recent album that was put out by two dope creatives called Savage Mode 2. You might have heard of it. I played it, and man, after a few plays, I had already made up in my mind that this was going to be my new gym playlist. This is it right here. This is going to be added to the soundtrack of my life for the next few weeks or even months. But as I continued to play and listen, I started to realize something. <laughs> Some of the things that were said, I had to question it. I asked myself, you know, Drew, does this align with your daily life? Does this align with your values, your thought process right now, or even where you're trying to go? I said, you know, Drew, furthermore, you say you're behind the protect black women movement, but are these lyrics that you're listening to right now and getting into your psyche while they serving that purpose. <laughs> yeah, the beat is fire. Lyrics are catchy. It's provocative. Gets the people going. <laughs> but are you really trying to kill your brother? I really had to take a step back and evaluate this. And yeah, Drew, you're getting too deep. <laughs> but after a few years of studying music, I've always questioned, why are we black people with the most popular genre of music speak to each other in this way or context. If you look around us, you realize for the most part, <laughs> there's no other genre that speaks to each other in the manner that we do. And what makes it even more mind-blowing is that hip-hop culture is the most profitable culture and genre in the world. But what is the reason behind this? I mean, if it's tearing down our women, if it's promoting a particular destructive lifestyle, especially in our black communities, <laughs> doesn't matter. Hey, we making money, right? You know what they say, <laughs> more money, more problems. But let's think about it. If it's making the artist money, and of course it is making the heads of these labels hella money, why would they stop the gravy train? The reality and truth is that it is providing for their families. It is a proven and tested method to escape poverty for black and brown people. It makes sense. So the question now shifts, does it make sense for you? Now, only you can decide that. Only you can monitor that. But you have to ask yourself, does my life align with this artist and the message that they are conveying? If so, yes, by all means, carry on. If not, you have to begin to filter. Another thing that I always questioned, 
When a hip-hop artist spends some time in the game, you know, in the industry, and they have seen major success, they tend to change the narrative of their speech. <laughs> you know, less hate, more love. <laughs> let's put the guns away. You know, let's put the clappers down. <laughs> I look at the likes of, you know, people like Snoop, T.I., Jay, Diddy, Fat Joe, Kanye, all artists that I admire. I've noticed that the narrative for them has changed. After a few court cases, prison sentences, gun charges, mental breakdowns, <laughs> even finding love, the narrative changes. See, it's easy for the outsiders to listen to hip-hop culture and indulge in it. It's like an alternate reality for most. You know, they get a little taste, a little dab into our culture, and once they've had enough, they go back to theirs. But as for us, we are living in it. The way we speak to each other, the way we talk about our black women, the legacy we leave for our kids and our future generations. This is our culture. Let that sink in. Well, you know, I had a friend of mine tell me, hey, Drew, I barely listen to the lyrics. It's the beef for me, you know, or Drew, they speak into their reality, man, their surroundings. You know, I get that, but <laughs> we have to understand what we're dealing with here. As a student of music, I always wonder if most people understand the power of music. And I wonder if most people understand that music is also a form of hypnosis. Yes, I said it, hypnosis. As a songwriter or producer, composer, we are trained to follow a particular song structure. When it comes to pop culture music, the structure goes like this. Intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, potentially a bridge, chorus, then the outro. I remember in my songwriting class at Berkeley, we have rules like you must bring in the hook, well, for you guys that means chorus, at least 30 seconds into a song to catch the audience attention. Oh yeah, it's a method to this, people. You know, you must make it relatable, conversational, or catchy enough that people will more than likely play your song over and over again on repeat. <laughs> You're such a f***ing I love it. <laughs> Anything outside of this format tends to get a pre-wired human disengaged and unwilling to get into the hypnotic trance that the artist is trying to take their listener to. You know, as a musician, your audience expects you to mesmerize them with your talent and your creativity so that they willingly follow you, whether your music leads them to the highest heights of a serious reflection or the deepest depths of an intense sensuality. I read an article that says a musician is like a magician. <laughs> you can shift modes, you know, guide them into your soundscape. Think about it. Have you ever been to a party where the DJ is whack, but they just happen to play that one song for you? Or for my Caribbean people, right? You at a party in another country and the DJ finally plays something you know. Just give me the light and pass it on. Baga, laga, laga, laga. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, that is not the words. But nevertheless, bam, bam, bam. Oh, we feeling good. Or you're at a top 40 club and you've been waiting all night. It's your birthday. You've been waiting for hip hop to come on, you know, and then boom, hip hop song. Come on. Dun, 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 dun. Who's popping? Brand new wishes hotting. I got options. 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 Oh, my goodness. For that split 10 seconds, I was in a mood. I was hype. I was ready. And then when they switch it up on us, like they usually do, 
I'm back mellow again. <laughs> Congratulations. You have been guided through a soundscape. But to my point, where are we being guided every day when we put on our headphones, connect our phones to our cars, turn on our speakers? Are we monitoring this? One of my biggest concerns right now in the music industry and hip hop culture is that we have grown accustomed to fast paced methods of creating music. You know, less time in the studio, more time to promote our brand and product, you know, because it tends to yield quicker results in notoriety and fame. And hey, that's what we're in it for, right? <laughs> At one point, the majority of individuals spent time on their music and what they had to say. Even in the most dominant culture, our culture, hip hop culture, that was the case. But nevertheless, many saw success from lyrical geniuses such as Biggie, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, where the pen and pad no longer was necessary. You know, it tend to slow down the process. And in some cases, I do agree. However, when writing, as an artist, you tend to sit with your thoughts and verify what you want to say. But now in our fast-paced era, you know where we need Rihanna's new album like yesterday, that's not the case. You are more likely to receive unadulterated thoughts from your favorite artists, their views on life, their perception, their projections, sometimes all without a second thought. And you know, to be honest, you know a lot of times they're under influence of substances, you know, to each is their own, operating off a of pure emotion, you know, because it helps free up some artists to release their thoughts and everybody has different methods. That then gets delivered to you. Then you put it on your favorite playlist and it's on repeat. Think about it. Out of all the thousands of songs you have in your music library, you tend to only listen to a few songs more than likely every day. Now they are a part of your daily guides. So that leads me to asking you again. Are you monitoring what you're listening to and on repeat every single day? Now, this is only my perspective, and I challenge you to think as an individual and decide what is best for you in your daily life. My only purpose here is to bring this to your awareness. Many people don't understand the process of what goes behind making a hit record, a catchy song that the world can relate to, and music that people make a conscious decision to add to the soundtracks of their lives. I want to make sure that my listeners and my tribe understand this and be mindful. Now, if you've listened to this all the way through, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, but you are officially no longer ignorant to that fact. Now you have a clearer understanding, a clearer choice, and a more precise method as to how you choose to guard your heart and your mind when it comes to music. <laughs> now, I'm sorry, I had to do it to you because I care. <laughs> now, what you do with this information is all on you. But what I can do is provide you with some mindful steps. So check this out. Step one, every time you decide to add a song to your everyday playlist and invite it to become a part of the soundtrack to your life, you must ask, is this serving me? Step two, ask yourself, where is the vibration of this music meeting me? Is this taking me to a vibration that I would like to be in? Or is it keeping me in a loop mindset, one of which I would like to climb out of? Step three, it is okay to audit your playlist every now and then. Some things slip through the crack, some songs we've outgrown, and some music we have tolerance for. But what you should have a low tolerance for is information that is not aligned with you 
to be played continuously over and over into your psyche. Step four, after a few listens to a new song, don't just listen to the beat, but pay attention to what is being said. Those words are part of your daily mindset diet. You're such a hoe, I love it. <laughs> Step five, don't judge yourself or others. If you feel like a certain mood and want to be true to it, be true to it. But understand that what you feed your mind and your body will eventually find its exit. Let me say that again. What you feed your mind and your body will eventually find its exit. So that's through your actions, through your words, through your attitude. It is the circle of life. Well, thank you so much for listening to A Beat and a Message with your boy, Drew Harmony. Um, first of all, the last episode, the first episode that I did, man, you guys turned up over 300 downloads and views all collectively. So I just want to thank you, man. That's That means a lot that 300 people find what we were talking about valuable. So, hey, I take that with full gratitude, man. So next week... I got a new guest coming on and we're talking about <laughs> relationships. So that's going to be entertaining. This guy has a lot of experience. And yeah, that's the end of the podcast, man. And if you would like to support this podcast, keep it ad free. You can support me at patreon.com backslash true harmony, where you can subscribe and get extra content, extra videos, behind the scenes, all kind of stuff, man. Um, just providing extra value for you guys. So yeah, that's me. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of A Beat and a Message. <laughs>